Hello and welcome. I'm Steven Strada. And I'm Trent Miller. And this is the Hypocritic Podcast. Hypocritic Podcast. That's right. We're just a couple friends that love movies and just want to throw a little comedy on there. Yeah, we want to throw some comedy on it, but we're not real comedians or critics so or experts. We just, pretend to be. we just pretend to be. And uh, we will be spoiling this episode. Exactly. And we will also be spoiling every episode. Every episode. Exactly. That's what we do. Uh, just review these movies so you know don't take us too literally no and you know um and every episode we'll be hosting our own episode our own pick our own decision and this episode was steven's pick that's right what do you got um, for him steven lords of dogtown that's right one of my favorite movies let's get into it cold as ice Alright, alright, let's get into it. Lords of Dogtown. Three Trent, steps. this is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I know you've seen this before, but how'd you like this movie? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. Uh, it was hard for me not to like it. Yeah. However, there were things about it that I think could have been changed a little yeah, bit. But absolutely. I did like it. I yeah. did like it. I love it. It just brings you to that California kind of, you know... Mm. For skateboard sure. vibe. For, For everybody sure. who doesn't know, it's set in uh well Where is it set? It's uh in California. It's um Where? Southern? Ooh, this is kind of one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could just be me paying attention. <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna definitely know well, what's now I'm gonna it. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, how about we not say it then? Keep going. It's, yeah, because I it's set in so the you, 1970s. you obviously don't know that. then. So. It's set in the 1970s. It is in the 1970s, mid 1970s. So you obviously don't know. So that's gonna be a good question. For exactly. Me. Okay. So, um, however, it's California. I know it's Southern California. Yeah. It's super cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It was released in 2005, Columbia Pictures and TriStar Pictures. Love it. it was written by Stacy Peralta, the, the blonde hair that was depicted in the movie. I saw that. Stacy was the main guy that with, with the blonde. Oh, hair. Oh, it was the guy, the actual yeah, guy yeah, that yeah, played yeah. him. So there's a lot of cameos with those people, those actual skaters that they're depicting in there. They do cameos. In yeah, the movie. there's I never realized until i was doing some more research but yeah very a cool, lot of very them cool yeah I, there's some that aren't even alive anymore actually but um there were a lot that um they were alive at the time and that are in this movie that's super cool man yeah i love i love those cameos when <clears throat> directors do that yeah so it was written by stacy Prada. i thought it was cool it was directed by katherine hardwick and she has directed a couple other things but uh, we'll get into that later with the, the cast and crew okay and a 25 million dollar budget it um 25. box office was thirteen point four mil. Now thirteen point four. I did some research on the box office. Thank okay? goodness. Thank goodness. Did some research on the box office. Now there's two numbers when you're talking about box office. Okay. The weekend numbers and the total numbers. Okay. So the weekend numbers, the first weekend it hits is usually going to be the biggest weekend. So that's going to be the number that's usually depicted in that. But is the first weekend the first weekend? It'll have those weekend when you're looking at these stat boards. I was just doing some research, and then you just look at the weekend numbers, and then. The entire week up next to that gets added onto the total number. Okay. And then you'll see the next weekend's number. Okay. Weekend two, weekend three, weekend four, weekend five. And it keeps five. going. Yeah. So those are the box office. That's pretty much what it means. And huh. I, these numbers, I'm pretty sure, mean the very first week, which is going to be the best weekend they have for it. 13.4 mil. Wow. So the other one we did was 18 mil. Well, the one that we, the last episode yeah, was last 184 episode... mil. Oh, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It oh, was I thought it was eighty. I thought no, it was, no, no. Um, I have it. I have it right here too. Let me make sure. Yeah, that. it's one hundred eighty-four mil though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, eight hundred seventeen million. I'm sorry, everybody. Eight hundred seventeen. Oh yeah, that million. is right. Eight hundred seventeen million. So that is actually got thirteen point four million, yeah. which is way it, different. No, I know, but that is interesting because you said the president was there and everything. So that movie it must was, have had a lot of hype. It was one of the biggest. So yeah, this this movie wasn't hype, but I, I think... like I like this movie because it wasn't as hype. Though. Exactly, it, it's it one of those kind of you know movies that, undercover yeah. underground movies. You have to you have to see it to know it. Yeah. I loved like the surfers and the skating aspect. I think it of was it. a cool. Yeah. The whole thing was super my, up my alley. Because, yeah. because you know I grew up and loved all that stuff. Exactly. Thought it was super cool and all that. All right, so don't even worry about that. Let's, <laughs> let's continue that. on with that. Okay. A little uh, technical difficulty, but we're back at it. So that oh, yeah. movie was an hour. And 50 minutes long. Hour 50. Yeah, so I know that might be getting a little too long for you, Trude. No, no, I like the hour 50. I'm cool with hour 50. Hour 50? Because I knew after an hour and I a half you thought it might have been. That movie long. specifically was good because it's perfect for hour 50. Yeah. And um, it was, um, this doesn't, This is, it's off Venice Beach. So that's not really, I mean, I guess maybe if you know the city where Venice Beach is. Oh, so it's off Venice Beach? So you just yes. gave me one of the answers for the. No, 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 it's not. Okay, okay. Not yet. But, um. That might help you if you know exactly that area. City. Yeah, I know Southern California pretty well. So I might be Venice Beach, where is it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, let's get that later. All right, so um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a fifty-five percent, and I saw did the, they give it? A 55? I, I saw the I saw when you go into Rotten Tomatoes, it gives a tomato meter, then it gives an audience score. I saw that too. So the audience score was eighty-five percent. Okay, but the and tomato that's more how I feel. but the Rotten Tomatoes <clears throat> said it was yeah. IMBD, IMDb, I'm sorry, gave it a seven point one out of ten. 7.1. Common 10. Sense Media was a 3 out of 5. And then uh, my personal rating is a 5 out of 5. Obviously, you know, I'm not a real critic. You gave a 5 just, out of 5. Yeah, I love the movie. So I always watch it. It's one of those. I consider it a 5 out of 5. Movie. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize you were going to give it a 5. But a lot of these movies I feel like I'm choosing are going to be 5 out of 5s because. That one you're going to give a 5 out of 5. Yeah. Okay. I like I it. Th- I mean. Start off your second episode with the 5 out of 5. I, I like feel it. like those. Movies are what depict a five out of five in my eyes. Okay. I love it. It brings me to a place I want to watch it again. Okay, it's one yeah. of those movies each year I will watch it. Yeah. So that's sort of how I like if that's a one of the few movies. There's a lot of movies out there. Okay. So I gave it a 3.5. Okay. And I'm giving it that because, yes, I'm with you on that. All of that. It like yeah. takes me back to the time period and all that. And it's awesome, obviously. But at the same time, I also like there's some other movies that I would give higher. Like, you know, the movie Grind. You remember that movie? Oh, I love that movie. Oh, that movie's so good. Love that I movie. I think good I would movie. say that movie's better. Yeah. So that's why I have like a... No, and I agree. And I and so it just depends on your scale, you True. know? But yeah, for <clears> sure. For sure. Obviously, the first movie I chose, I knew it was going to be one of my favorite I don't movies. blame you. It's a good movie, man. I'm glad yeah, you Yeah, I had a it. couple of awards. The Central Ohio Film Critics Association named Heath Ledger Actor of the Year. No way. What yeah. year was that? I think it was 2005 was when the movie came out. So I'm wow. assuming for okay. 2005. So I've been doing a bunch of stuff on Heath Ledger. Yeah, I did a lot of recently. Research. I mean, before this, we were, we've started all really? this. Really? Did you like his character? Because I watched The Dark Knight recently. Yeah. And that got, was, me into, yeah. that got me into the Joker. And the Joker got me into Heath Ledger. And, and Joaquin all these, Phoenix now. And Joaquin Phoenix now. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Did you see that? I haven't seen it, but I love him as an actor. That reminds me. In the He's sp- like one of my favorite actors. I kind of wanted to already start talking about this, but... I saw Signs last night. 
Did you? And Joaquin Phoenix was in it. Yes, Joaquin Phoenix is good. So good. Isn't he funny? Yeah. He is hilarious. How'd you like it, though? I liked it. I thought it was. I thought he did a good job, man. And it was weird watching it in 2019, because I know that movie came out a long time ago. Yeah. I had these expectations for but it. But it wasn't, like, too crazy. It didn't get into that kind of stuff. It was more, like, right. a little farmland, so they didn't have to go too technical when it came to it. But it was crazy, creepy with the scene, the crops and everything, the crop and circles. That, yep. And the aliens. Yeah. I saw well, So that. what would you give that movie? Oh, man. No, maybe like better a, than Independence Day. I'd probably no? give that a two point five. Okay, because I had so much built up for that movie. I thought it was going to be like a big deal. I've heard yeah. about it forever. I may have oversold it too. I, like I, I said, it was all right. I and wasn't I, very scared. And I, just, by it. I watched it on Halloween, and the aliens were good. I could see how you could be young, watch it, and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, but. I was like, this is this is a good movie, but yeah. like, it's interesting to see how this unfolds. This isn't what I was expecting. Yeah, true. That's how I felt. Yeah, that's good. It also um, is number four hundred and seventeen on Empire List, the five hundred greatest movies of all times. So. Empire List. I don't know what that is, but um, <clears throat> it was just one of the awards. Cool. I think that's maybe cool if we award. hear that again in the future, we'll start to pick up. Yeah, on I can look up that stuff. And yeah, I even have um, just a list of my favorite scenes that we'll get into. Okay. I have, a, I, I have a favorite scene too, because I remember you brought that up. You yeah. were like, maybe we could do some favorite scenes. Yeah, okay. Well, um, we can go ahead and get into one of my first favorite scenes, which is, which is the intro scene. Oh, you're going to steal my scene. Let me do my scene first. Go ahead. Yeah, is it. this the scene where... The um, very start. It's the very beginning. And not only is it the very beginning, Voodoo Child's playing yes. by Jimi Hendrix. Yes. Obviously. I have a whole section on just a soundtrack. Dude. Obviously, I fell in love from I that, know. just Ooh, that child. alone. That's all I had to hear. And then on top of that, they had this scene, and this was in the same scene. It was, uh, I forget who the actor is, but they were going down a street, and there was a light that was turning like yellow, and they were about to turn it to the next. Like, yeah, that is uh, Tony Alva in the in the movie, is it? but okay. uh, Victor Ras- Raskus. Essentially, they Raskus. time they time it so that they go down this street go all the way through a street light so that when right when they get to the light it turns red for the other cars in the yep. intersection and yep. it's really like just a cool scene i know i love that scene they're sneaking out super early it's good oh yeah they're getting they're all they're little hooligans it's before school he's like you better go to school today he's i know like, i'm just gonna go to the you know water for a little bit he's I like come worry. on I know. come on and he leaves and uh but yeah that's crazy and you saw um the crazy localism yeah. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. So localism, for people that don't know, in surf communities is where, you know, similar to what happens at the beginning of this movie, when these surfers are out there, they, um, first of all, you can tell there's a hierarchy. Yep. The older guys are out there. The kids have to wait and yep. do, like, duties around. Do he says, you're going to be on yeah. parking lot duty, no locals. So they don't want any locals coming in. If any locals comes in, they might fight you. I mean, yeah. I've I've seen even people catch on GoPros like really bad localism modern day. Really, people? Yes, and I did not. They'll, they'll take their cameras away. Luckily, this kid took his uh, his memory card out of his camera, and then they took his camera. Oh, he still had all the footage right there. That wow. he, he got those guys arrested. But yeah, dude, people, Pre-iPhone. people are so. And it's crazy because I surf. I know you surf before, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's one of those things that's like. How could you possibly want to like fight someone well, out there? It's like you see anyone else ever like, hey, what's right. going on? Like you, but they, it's such a big deal at the pier out and out the, in that area. In where the seventies, like, you don't maybe? come take our waves because 
there's already these kids waiting for us to get right. off and then they're going to be getting on. And then, I so think, those guys are like willing to fight and, you know, so that is a big deal. That's so, kind of, that's super, you know, I would have never thought that. In the movie, they drop a rock down and they break that guy's surfboard yeah. and kind of killed him. And this, they actually hit it's him just the, the 70s, you know. Like, and then they take out like, the guy's carburetor. I don't think they do that modern day. No, they do. I've, well, I think I've been to areas, you. I've been to areas and I've been surfing where there's so many surfers out there like we're just like 50 or to 100 surfers literally like right next to each other yeah that everybody was tourists like it was like there were no locals there but i'm sure they have places In where there's like spots there's the, like the, the locals in venice go. or something like that yeah. where they're like and get the time, out of here this is our spot before this had burnt down and this is depicted in the movie but it was ju- it's just a spot where i guess the waves kick up a little bit more because they're coming in it break off breaks off the pier so they can yeah get some more waves right. to ride in that little area and then you know the locals come and they you know for get pissed sure. off about that. But that those intro scenes are really, really cool, just getting into it. And then, you know, the kids go out, and then they're all watching the kids while they're, you know, smoking the doobies and just watching it from <laughs> yeah. the store. They're watching all the kids. And then, you know, Stacey Prata doesn't catch a wave. Right. So you hear what I'm saying. Oh, they were like, boo. And yeah. you can tell they don't, they don't, they're not completely into Stacey because, they you just know, don't... he has a job, and he's like, He's like trying to do these other things so you can like make money and do other right. things. But he's also skating, but and he's you know, like doing it he on the side. He is a good surfer, but you know he doesn't you know necessarily get yeah. the credit while he's out there because catching those kind of waves is hard. And if that's your only wave and you you screw up, it's back to back of the line. I think he says, yeah, or back to the back to the something for you, like back to the boneyard. Yeah. I think, which means he has to stay and under the pier and catch people surfboard yes. as they come out. So. Yeah, the boneyard. It's one of those things. There's a hierarchy. I know. And skip that guy, Heath Ledger. Is the guy Which, that runs the surf shop, so he's he, kind of the leader. He looks so different for that role. I think they did a great job with he design, did. with the with the costume for yeah. him, and his character was like so different than any of his other roles I've ever seen him in. And I was like, this is really cool to see Heath Ledger I doing never, a role like this. I never really um, put two and two together until Courtney watched it with me, and she picked it because she loves Heath Ledger. Uh-huh. And so uh, yeah. when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's Heath Ledger. Okay, cool. You know. And then going into it. Because, you know, he passed away of a drug overdose. Yes, man. So that it's, was, like, really sad for a lot of people, especially it, huge fans that, you know. It's elevated him so much more, I think, too. Yeah. Everybody just is aware now of who he is and just, like. Yeah, Heath Ledger was definitely an inspiration. Yeah, for definitely sure. He He's a baller. He's does a great job. So a couple other. Do you have? Did you have any other favorite scenes? So let me think if I had another favorite scene. Because I, I, I really like the. Um, Oh, the, the first competition when they were going there, and they're all wild. You did, yeah. I remember he makes the team, he makes the skate, and then they all take that little road trip out to that that competition on the big open floor. Yep. They all were just so, and they were all acting crazy. And yeah, and they were like, "It's like here's our money now. Nuts. Where's our tickets?" Is doing? that the is that the competition where the guy punched him? Yeah, Tony Alva. He punched the because the um, Stacy Peralta won that competition. Yeah, and that they they remember he didn't put him on the team. He didn't put him on the team. So he comes and he tells him he didn't put him on the team. So that was interesting. So then after that, you could tell he calls him was bro, it? and then he gets invited to eat with him, and then he throws him his shirt when he comes. He says he says um, Skip just called me bro. She's like what? Right, it's like skipped, it. and it, back then I guess it was like a big deal if you if like that guy called you bro. Yeah, it was like one of those things. That's a was, big deal. Yeah, it was like a big deal. Isn't that? That's so She's like Skip did not call you bro. Call yeah, it bro. was a big deal to him. Yeah, and it was a, it big, was a big deal, deal to deal. her. It was just like a status like, symbol, like I said, because he's the leader. Was. So I guess saying something like that to him, he said, "Come meet with us, bro." You know, that's what he said. To her. It was so cool to see that, and then at the end, how Heath Ledger starts to like 
fix his shop up and make it look better. It like resolved really well at the end. He had like a good new surfboard. Well, that you was know, being created. Um, he was working, so he ended up selling his surf shop. Oh, so he and was by working. The end, um, he oh, got he his, was working. He for got his else. shit together by the end and um, ended up selling the surf shop and just um, focused because he was a board designer. He yeah. designed boards and stuff. So he would do that kind of stuff. But yeah, he is one of those guys who cool. like, how do you stay focused? But you are really focused. I mean, you're out there. I mean, I guess the movie depicts him more of like, you know, drinking a lot and partying a lot. But I mean, he's obviously an entrepreneur and he's a craftsman and he yeah. knows exactly what he's doing. But Oh man, he's great. He ran the whole team and that was the one problem was, you know, eventually they got famous, which, um, you know, then they kind of, you know, ended up leaving his and they got signed to some big... Right. Are you, you talking know? about all the other skaters? All of them. Yeah. yeah. They all got famous through him, and then, and then they, they got really good deals to go Well, they did their, their own reasons. little things. Like, you know, the one guy he who... He couldn't afford who, to pay them. Who was what? the guy that went independent? They all did. No, but... Oh, um... He went really independent, and he, like, went off the rails. Oh, that was, um... Who was... What's his name? That was Jay Adams. Is that... Jay Adams is the real guy. The character? Or um, the actor? No, the actor is actually, uh... Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. And I love Emil Hirsch. I actually did some research I on I love him. Emil Hirsch, So too. when we get into that, because um, he was in a lot of good movies, but when we get into him, but he was a really, really good actor. He's one of the actors when we go and we're going to get into. Okay, well, give me more stats and facts. Well, we've already went through the stats and facts. Oh, okay, so we're on no, the we're just talking about fa- We're just talking about favorite scenes right now. We'll okay. See, we'll get into the five and five. Well, you want to... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just talking about favorite scenes right now. This isn't probably even going to be a segment, but... Um, no problem. I just couldn't help but talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I like talking about favorite scenes, yeah. too. It's it's a good time. Yeah. I mean, I think all of the scenes that I really, like, had an impression on were the... I love an intro scene. I love to watch, like, how the, the, the movie that starts. was a great start. Because you know every great director yep. is thinking, like, this needs to start with a, like, a colossal just, mm-hmm. like, punch to the stomach and, yep. like, gets you so interested in this movie that you just like want to keep watching because every director wants the beginning to be a good absolutely good start. Yeah. So I thought they did a great job with putting Voodoo Child Jimi Hendrix on in the beginning. I was sold. I'm sure a lot of people were sold yeah. just by that. Wasn't the only Jimi Hendrix song either. No, they played Fire. I know. I love that. That's what I got me into Fire too. when I saw that movie. I was like, right? it was like the greatest song. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was the first song I ever looked up from that movie. So and since then, you know, um, there's some other songs we're going to get into. It, yeah. Well, uh, I do want to talk about this because it should be something noted after the me five and, for five. We're going to specifically get into the soundtrack of this. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Don't, don't get too much. Don't get too, in. don't get too but much. I do. Um, I do have all the songs and I'm going to tell you which ones are my favorite. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah. But the uh, last couple favorite scenes, um, the pool skating, skating scenes. Remember those when they yeah. went to the empty pools? Now, what had happened in California at this time, there was a big heat wave which brought the waves down, and you could talk, hear them talk about, yeah, I wish that there was a lot of surf breaks, you know, because they don't really get a lot of surf breaks. Right. So when they do, they're out there whenever they can to surf. To get, yeah. And so... Um, when they can't surf, they... When they got these urethane wheels in, uh-huh. you remember the guy that brought the urethane wheels? That was actually Mitch Hedberg. Who's that? He was that really funny comedian, the one-line comedian. Oh. He was always like... Okay. He's like, I, I used to do drugs. I mean, I still do them, but I used to do them too. Oh, yeah. Really, like, yeah. One line, I heard that joke. I heard that joke. He, and he's, he was, he's really famous for those really... But he died also of a drug overdose. But um, he, was oh. in this, he was in this movie. Um, real quick scene. He comes in and he shows the... Uh, I didn't realize until... And, I, and now I can't believe I didn't because this guy is... You know, his... If you knew him, you would... It's kind of hard to not, you know, see him whenever he walks up. But uh-huh. um, 
It was interesting. And then the last one, because those are the pool skating scenes, my last favorite scene. Makes me tear I, up every time, but it's the... Uh, what? What is it? The ending dog bowl skate skiing, the very end, when they're skating oh, around the front yeah, that's a Yeah, that's a, that's a hard... That's Probably a hard time, string. Man. I can't. I know it's a good, uh, yeah, it's a I good mean, ending. I mean, it's a good wholesome like thing at the end. I know. I with love. Some, with I some, love how they ended. It. I love how he like yeah. Stacy Prada did all the, this competition all the, to go right, and all the guys like got together and they like they just came back and they had like it all like their own little. What what are those things called? Skate. What do you mean? Like the uh, skating bowls, I guess. Oh, it was just a pool. It was just a pool. Well, yeah, I guess um, that. So that was specifically his dad's pool, Sid's dad's, and they'd never let him empty it before, because he was he had enough money where he could keep it filled up. A lot of people couldn't afford to keep it filled up; it was too much, uh-huh. so they drained him. Right, because there was them. a drought on top of the heat waves. There was a big drought, so that's why they drained all the pools. And they were like, "Oh, these urethane wheels combined with these pools, we can carve like we do waves, and we're going to be out all twenty four seven. And they just sneak into houses, different sneak houses. Into houses. Yeah, those are cool. Isn't those are ridiculous? cool scenes. Are like they have little kids like up talk, saying there's a cops coming, and then they would all just run and then away. They just I mean, run away. You might catch one of them. You can't catch. But all you of think? Them. I bet those wheels they had probably didn't scratch the pool like the old, like the traditional. Yeah, wheels. they still trashed those. They probably, probably still did. Yeah, yeah they were they were horribly, they were um, such little assholes to be honest. Yeah, they were little hooligan assholes. I, I would have been like, "Fuck these kids." I know. Do you have any other favorite scenes though? Uh, no, I mean, I like that ending. It was wholesome and it really pulled on my strings a little bit. So yeah. I was like, "Gosh!" And then it goes off and it shows you, you know, what they ended up doing. And right. Like that. And and just in general, like. You know, being a kid and being grown up in a different generation, I just felt like watching this movie, thinking about how I would have been in a different time period had I lived maybe on the California side. Right. And, like, I was into that. And I probably would have been into that. Exactly. And so it's just interesting to see it now, how my experiences were just so, like, different and yeah. how they compare. True, That's man. why I like that. That was a good movie. Man. I know it is. And uh, I think from there, you know, let's hop into that five for five. Five for five? Five, five for five. Five for five. Okay, five for five. Let's get into it, Trent. Let's get right into it. You know, you you had some questions last week, so this week I took it a little easier on you. Okay. Because I feel like last week you took it easy on me, so I appreciate that. But I do want this section okay. to get into more of I'm trying to stump you, you're trying to stump me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to take it seriously. Like it. I'm going to take it very no, seriously. No, it was good. I do feel like we do have to kind of give each other a leeway, though, because when I was doing this, I was like, "Leeway." Compl- there's way too many. There's way too much I can okay. easily stump. Right. With. So these. I'll these see are how definitely... my quiz is, and I'll assess you on your yeah. next quiz. So the first question, and we spoke about this before. Okay. What city is this film portrayed? So it's the city. Yep. So <clears throat> I'm gonna give you four answers. Okay. The first one: Santa Monica, Santa Ana. Los Angeles or Long Beach? Oh man, those are all so similar. They're I know. All, I, I chose. They, I chose all within they, uh, within radius of it. Aren't LA? Is LA its own? I know LA's like the city. I thought the others were like in that city, but I guess Long Beach and all those are not. Uh, no, they're different cities. All right. Well, you know what? I've. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Um, Long Beach, Saka. <laughs> no, it's not long. No, no. What is it? Is it is Santa Monica. That's why right when you said in the beginning, you is were like, it? "Where is this set of like?" I was like, uh, "I knew I was thinking Venice Beach, and I did. I couldn't." Wait, it wasn't isn't it? Is it Long Beach? No, it's uh, it's some um, Venice Beach. Okay, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. 
Santa so Monica. Lo- Ghetto yeah. by the Sea. Yeah. From the movie. Okay. Dude, I've been to Santa Monica. Have you been to Santa Monica? No. It's but I, that's awesome, why I thought man. you might um you no. might get it because it said it in the beginning. Santa, that's or, really or it cool. It said Venice Beach in the beginning, but um Santa Monica when I did some research. Let me just throw this out there. California, love you guys. Santa Monica, cool. I I love Santa Cruz. And I also love just California in general. You guys got it going on over there. I know. I've never been out there. I sweat like crazy. And I hear there's no humidity out there. And it's like 70 all year long. Yeah. I think it would be somewhere I would love to live. Me too, man. Yeah, it'd be nice. All right, let's continue on. um, The director, Catherine Hardwick, lived in Venice Beach and knew most of the Z-Boys well from surfing. True or false? Uh, true. You're right. <laughs> I know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I read that on Wikipedia, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Wait, say it, say it one more do you time. you think that's true? Say it one more time. Catherine Hardwick, the director of the film, uh-huh. lived in Venice Beach for a little while and knew most of the Z-Boys well from surfing. That's what it specifically says on the Wikipedia. That's pretty cool. So she said not only was she interested in it, but, you know, she kind of... Yeah, know, that's pretty cool. I thought that was interesting. But I like I, that. I never would have guessed who would have got it. Right. I wouldn't have guessed that either. But <laughs> there was a true false one because I know you gave me a true false one. So fitty fitty, I got it. So I'm one for two, right? Yeah, there you go, there you go. So um, let's continue on. Gosh. So once famous, okay. which Z boy appears on the original Charlie's Angel show? Now this you could have told from you could have you could have seen from the movie. I think once famous gone. Charlie's um, Angel show. Yeah, once once famous, which Z boy appears on the Original Charlie's Angels show. All right, let me hear it. I'm only going to give you two. It's going to be like a 50 50. Okay. Game. Okay. Stacy Peralta, the blonde, uh-huh. or Tony Alva, the guy that punched that guy, the Tony Alva, you remember? You punched, know what I'm talking about? The guy about? that punched? The guy that punched the ref at the, oh, at oh, the competition. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Who had long hair? Yeah. I think it's. Which I one think of them was in Charlie's Angels? I'm gonna say Stacy. Yep. You got oh, it. I had to you say Stacy. You dude. got it. You I got had it. to say Stacy. I almost went the other way, but I was like, okay. It's no, I know that was good. I thought because Stacy looks uh, the most Tony like Alva. You did, but yeah, you were right, totally right. Stacy would. Look I was gonna give you a hint and be like, who looks like? So him? people are probably confused. Stacy was a guy, and it's it's one of the lead characters in the movie. Yes, yeah, and you wouldn't have co- thought he he's like he's like got blonde, like really blonde hair. Yeah, really long and, blonde hair, and um, you know he was actually. I did some research. He was, um, he he was chosen specifically by Stacy Peralta, the actual guy that wrote, oh, really? wrote the movie, That's to cool. be him in the movie. That's he, cool. He specifically chose him. He's like, I want that guy to. That's so be funny. Me in the movie. I like that. <clears throat> and um, I think it was the other thing for um, Tony Alva too. Okay. He had gotten. No, I think maybe he got picked up by the director or one of the. But he was the same way. He was like, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. Crazy to get. Picked I, up I thought him, so. all of the picks were good. Like, yeah. like I said, I don't know who even who was my favorite character. They, there were yeah. a couple characters that were like really cool. Yeah. All of them were really cool though. Damn. Okay, so let's continue on. I I hope I didn't spoil this one earlier. Okay, I hope you <clears> did. <throat> But which type of skateboard wheel was a game changer for the Z boys? Remember, he, he comes story. in. Yep, you're a thing. Oh, oh God! I don't need no fucking answers. Got that one. I forgot about his. You gave me that answer. Shit. So what's that? I think is that three for four. Three for four. Oh, so I need to get one more. One more. Okay. So I don't know if you're gonna get this. This is you would have had to do some deep research for this. Okay. 
which music artist was going to direct this movie before Catherine Hardwick got the job? Which music artist? Okay, so I'm going to give you three artist names. Okay. From the 90s rockers. Okay. Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Okay. Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit, or Johan from Linkin Park. Let me just say, those were all fantastic choices. Yeah. I, I, this is a tough, tough one, though. It is a tough one. Which, which was about to be a director on this film? The whole director on the film. Yeah, before Hardwick got the job. Okay, so Fred Durst. Oh, I don't fucking think so. Yeah. Uh, let's get him out of the picture. Yeah. I'm going to get the C out of the picture, and I'm going to go with... Green Day, Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. You are <laughs> wrong. No, it was Fred Durst, boy. Can you really? believe that? Really? Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. I, that I, guy. I, I had to do some more research. The movie. Nookie for the Cookie yeah. guy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Direct a movie. Uh, what? No, I don't know what was going on. Is that a real like? Yeah. So then, one of these other guys that was trying to get directed just went on as producer, uh-huh. and she got the job. She did a really good job. I think she did an amazing job. She did a great I job. I don't, I know there's, we'll get into the, some of the movies. So wait, later. wait, wait, Steven, I think that means we both, I got three out of five and you got three out of five. Yeah. Wow. In okay. reality, so, I got two out of five so, though. There was some recording difficulties, so I didn't right. get the first answer. Well, we don't need to know about that. But However, we didn't win. We, is the main on reason. record, three out of five, which means we're tied for now. Yeah. But. In reality though, you're one up. I'm going to be going <laughs> Way hard in the paint and getting way higher than. No, I think these. these kind of questions are good. I feel like um. No, these are good. Like the cities, as long as it's not mentioned in the movie, or maybe even if it is, we're just trying to catch each other on it. But there's definitely some things like hmm. we got to make it at least somewhat easy. Oh, for sure. The Fred Durst thing was like one of those things. I was like, I'm gonna. I like that rich. one. No, that was a good question. Yeah. Some some are just good questions. Just says Fred Durst, no way. I know. <laughs> I was like, uh... okay, no problem. So um. You know, that's the end of the uh, five for five. Good job on that. Yeah, Very yeah. respectable. From there, let's let's talk a little bit about the soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Now, I don't know that. if we're gonna make a segment out of this because I don't think every movie really deserves this. No, not every but movie does. My next this. movie does. Does and it? I don't know if you're. I don't know if we're gonna do it for my your next movie. one. Kind of does. Kind of does, but I know mine for sure does. Okay, the next one. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. Don't spoil it. Yeah. Make it later. Don't spoil it. All right. So there was. Um. Let me just go through my. My four favorites, all right? Okay. The first one, I Just Want to Make Love to You. Not my favorite favorite, but that was a good song, you know? By? By Foghat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a good song. That is um, a good song. That is a good song. Turn to Stone. I remember that was, um, <clears throat> that's by Joe Walsh. It's a, it's like a rock and roll song. Uh-huh. It's played oh, as yeah. he's coming uh-huh. down the hill, going to t- still. Dude, that one's a very classic. It's the very end of it that I like, though. I don't really like the main part of it, but that little ending clip is really cool. Sounds really it's, cool. It's got a classic. Turn to Stone. Yep. It's a cool little spot. So my other one was obviously the two Jimmy Okay, Hendrix. I was about to say, are you going to just pick the Fire. Jimmy Hendrix ones? Fire was probably my favorite More specifically? Baby Child was really Man, really good. okay, so now that we're talking about the soundtrack real quick, let me just get into how me and Steven are music fanatics yeah. and love music and yep. love guitar and love making music. Making we were music, making music before we were love recording production, this. love it all. The Voodoo Child for me is a song that just, it is the guitar pinnacle. I cannot pick a better song that's like just awesome all around awesome song in my bones and veins it's just it just eats me up inside like i i love that song and Jimi hendrix love Jimi hendrix so the whole thing's amazing people have covered people have covered him in that song 
like greats, yeah. like so many greats have covered him. Yeah. And it's just a big deal to have like a song like that in a movie like that. It just makes the whole thing come together. I know it really does. And it was, that was the perfect intro song. And then fire comes on to that one scene. Where Love that song. And that's a really Love cool. Those song. are definitely my two favorites. Favorites. Now my third. Okay. Maggie May. That's by Rob Stewart. Yeah, Wake up, Maggie. I think I got some. Yeah, that's a good song. I knew that song. Yeah, I love that song. No, they. Ha- yeah, that was a good one. And I remember I was looking. I was listening. I listened to every one of these songs <clears throat> as I was going through it, and I remember I'd got after um, Jimi Hendrix. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm gonna continue. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna continue. I want to do it anyways. Right. And I I found that song again. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a really really and good that, song. And that's at the very end too. And one of the contenders for your top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. is that all your five? Yeah, those are my good ones. You know, there were some other ones, but um, I just wasn't too into them. But the Fog Hat it, one, it, it was I all, love that. They fog were hat. all good, especially for the scenes and stuff. But what I flicked that song, I listened to it. No, but this ones I mentioned are probably right, right. Yep. And you know, from there, let's just get right into the director and the cast. Director and the cast. All right, the director and the cast. We got some goodies here, don't we? We got some really goodies. There's a lot of goodies. Catherine Hardwick, we're going to talk or Catherine Hardwick, we're going to talk about her. She's from Camera, Texas. She directed things like 13, The Nativity Story, Reckless, 13, Red Riding Hood, Red Plush, Riding Miss You Already and Miss Bala. Miss Bala? Never seen anything. Have but you Lord seen any of those? But I did read that her main theme, uh-huh. similar with this, is teen angst. Okay. So that's kind of, oh man, I wanted to I should have wrote that down when I was I thought of that when I watched the movie Teen Angst. Yeah, so that it's, was one of the things I read. So I've never seen the other ones, but thirteen maybe it's like got that angst. all over it. Yeah. So um yeah, like I said, I'm not gonna get too into her, but I did I loved what she did with this movie. I thought it was brilliant. I'm surprised I had never there's not even maybe a lot of these movies are just more underground, but um, uh-huh. you know, it was really, really well done movie. It I was thought. well done. Yeah. It was well shot. Yeah, really well shot. It just it was a cool. It movie, was clearly like not a huge <clears throat> like blockbuster. Had a bunch of yeah. huge budget maybe, but yeah. it was done like really well with yeah, what, every, everything they had. So I'll get right into it with what, my favorite actor. Okay. In this film, well, I, I would say it was it was it's between Heath Ledger and Emil Hirsch. Now, let's talk about Emil Hirsch first. Okay. He played Jay Adams, the guy yeah. that ended up shaving his head. Yeah, with the tattoo yeah. on his head yeah. and so got he, in the gang. And... He's been in a lot of movies like The Girl Next Door was his first one. End I of know, the Wild. I saw that. I know, I saw that. End of the Wild is cool for us because we live in Atlanta, and this is, End of the Wild is about a kid from Emory Hospital, uh-huh. that or Emory University, yeah. that goes off. And, on the know, Appalachian Trail. He eventually passes away, but... Um, he doesn't go on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, no, he, he doesn't up, go on the Appalachian Trail. He ends up going to Alaska. Trail. That's right. But he goes all over the place. I forgot he went to Emory. That's the thing. Yeah, Emil Hirsch plays him so well. Uh-huh. He plays that character really, really well. I like that movie. I like that movie, too. And <clears throat> let me say, The Girl Next Door is a good movie, too. I've never seen that. Oh, you should see it. It's like a good comedy. I was it, doing some, I was doing some, watching some interviews with him, and, and um, it looked like a funny comedy, but I'd never seen it before. Just put it on sometime. I've heard it before. He was one of the on kids, sometime. I guess. For sure, watch it with, you know. It, it's a good, it's a good movie. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and then he was also on Lone Survivor. Have you seen that? Uh, ye- Lone Survivor, the modern war movie where Actually, no, they all get I stuck in, 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 I think it's Iran or Iraq. No. And, um... He is not the lone survivor. Spoiler alert. Huh, I haven't seen yeah, that. But no. um, that's with Mark Wahlberg. Okay. 
So that's a good movie. Oh, oh I have a, seen that. I have seen that. I didn't Mark know he Wahlberg, was in that, though. Yeah, Emil Hirsch is in there. He's yeah. one of the guys I knew Mark Wahlberg was on in the mountain that. with him. I have seen that. Yeah, that's a good movie. So, yeah, that just really sums up. He was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen that. That's the newer oh, one. Oh, you haven't seen that? Is it good? Yeah, I've seen that. Did you remember seeing him in there? Uh, I don't remember seeing him in there. However, when role. I did see that, I saw it like, opening weekend. And I've had quite a quite a volatility of how I feel about that movie. Really? Um, you should watch it and get your own interpretation and impression for yeah. yourself. I'll check it out eventually. But um, we'll get into Heath Ledger now. Okay. Heath Ledger Man, Heath played Ledger. Skip. Played Skip, and he was the um, – he's actually Australian. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. So I guess he's I knew, covering yeah, I knew up he was his Australian. Accent, which is pretty good. He's – man, he is like – He's he was on, a really good actor. He he was a really good actor, and he he like I think is getting so much credit for it now. And just to talk about him for a sec, he's like amazing at yeah. what he does. And I've seen him in so many different movies, and he's just always been a part of like you know our movie like generation mm-hmm. growing up and seeing him. So yeah, he was in Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As we mentioned earlier, he was in The Patriot. We yeah, he was about. in the Patriot. We got that wrong last week. Big we movie. Were, we were talking about the movie. That, that was, was a good. big movie. A Knight's Tale. I haven't. I haven't. I've seen, a lot seen of that. I've Monsters seen Monsters Ball. I haven't seen that. No. Brokeback Mountain. I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. Was he one of the guys? <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. I didn't know. Jake Gyllenhaal. And the Brothers Grimm, Casanova, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight, and Let, the Imaginarium uh, of Doctor Parnassus. Stephen, you've seen The Dark Knight, right? No, dude, go watch The Dark Knight. But he played. The Joker in that movie, and I heard that. I did research on this. Okay, so what happened? This is what happened from my understanding from researching. He played that movie, and then the movie hadn't come out yet, right? So he shot it all, finished it, was on to another project kind of thing, and then he died. From an overdose. Yeah, he was and, on the project for the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. He, he died yeah. in the middle of that. They said... Then the movie <clears> came out. Courtney told me that he had kind of went crazy and locked himself in his house. and He was just was taking doing, drugs. He, doing and, a lot of drugs and stuff. Yeah, doing a lot but, of drugs. But, I mean, dude, when that movie then came out and everybody saw like this incredible, incredible um, just yeah. display of acting... I know. And on top of that, a movie that's very serious, like yeah. it's not like a joke. And then the whole thing was just done so well. Yeah, I know. And in his like honor, it's just incredible. The whole thing's incredible. No, I know. It's good. And he, is, he was a great actor. Rest when did he do this movie? What? 2005. This is when it released. Okay. But um, we'll continue on. We'll get into Victor Raskus. I don't know. I'm definitely not pronouncing that right. R-A-S-U-K. Rasku. Rasuk. 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 <clears throat> that's, that's, that sounds right. He played Tony Alva. The yeah, The guy that right. punched the referee. The guy that punched the referee. He's from New York. He's been in... Uh, the only movies I picked off for him was were Godzilla and Fifty Shades of Grey. He's in Fifty Shades of Grey? I haven't seen either of those, but I guess he's in both of those. Come on, Stephen. Go watch Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Your it. Your girl will love you after. <laughs> <laughs> She's seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you should go watch it. Nah. Um, <laughs> maybe you could do the... Do an episode on a one day. Make me watch. Oh it. my gosh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> how how determined are you really to make me watch that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could do all the research on it. So um, yeah, he was good. I um, I just wanted to touch a little bit, <clears throat> touch base on him a little bit. There was not too much background that I could get on him, but overall, I did really like him as an actor. I think my top actors were Heath Ledger, Stacy Peralta, Emil Hirsch, and then um, or not Stacy Peralta. His name is John John Robinson. 
John Robinson. Yeah, and I couldn't. He was in Transformers. Apparently, I don't remember him in Transformers. No, I don't remember him in Transformers. But he was in that. He was in some other movies too that I had never seen. I just thought that that was when I'd seen. He so looks a little different now, but he still got the long <clears throat> hair. I like. Yeah, it. I like the whole little group of guys. I thought that was cool. Yeah. That little, that well, it just reminds me of high school. Yeah. It reminds me of groups of friends I had in high school. They were a little crazier than we were in high school. For sure, but they were still teenage angst and like stupid stuff. No, I know. That was crazy. They were a little bit too crazy, but... um, Whoa, yeah. Yeah, so we'll also get into... um, Man, Emily Hirsch. Is that how you say it? Emily Hirsch? Emil. Emil? Yeah. I I think he loves to do movies that are like independent and small. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And I think that's so cool. That's like... But I mean, they're also pretty big, and I think. I mean, they are. He's also. I've, I was reading some interviews where he just won't do a lot of. Um, he doesn't do, like to do a lot of teen films because he doesn't want to be known as like a teen actor. Right, but he's still every every uh, choice he makes for his like role, he's like kind of like a rambunctious. Yeah. Like let's yeah, do exactly. this life like now kind yeah. of kind of guy, and I so, I respect that. I do like that. I think he played that role perfectly. He did play that role perfectly. He played the role perfectly. Now, um... He did a great job. You could see his character developed a lot. Yeah. Did you see, like, midway through, he started wearing, like, a bandana and longer hair and, like, he even, like, He just was in that different crowd now, yeah. I know, he but was, it was, like... like it was gang, cool. He, I think he it was he was gang. He, was he got a gang, gang affiliated, yeah. and then he shaved his head, and then he did the tattoo on his head, and then... Yeah. It was, it was interesting to see how he developed. It was. So there was some cameos, like I talked about Tony Hawk. Did you catch that? Yeah, I saw Tony. He was messing up on the board, like yeah. he didn't know it was going to You know who him. I wish they put in this movie? Rodney Mullen. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I do. He's such, for anybody who hasn't seen him, he's so good. You should watch his skateboarding flip, videos. The trick skater? He does so many tricks like this where they're like spinning around yeah. and they're doing handstands on the yeah. board and they're like doing these like kind of like beginner stage tricks that they hadn't like fully gotten down they weren't doing kick flips and tray flips yet yeah. really they were just kind of like getting into it a little yeah and um i thought that that was so cool how rodney mullen was like i think the one that like created a lot of new tricks yeah so i wish they gave standard, him a cameo yeah. in this but tony hawk is you know he's respected yeah, tony hawk there was actually um tony hawk. like he's i said so jay adams tony alva stacy peralta and skip all made actual appearances um jay adams was a house party guest tony alva was an Oregon man at the party. Okay. Stacy Peralta was a TV director. Okay. And Skip Engbom was a Seattle race starter. And then there was uh, also Johnny Knoxville. There was Johnny Knoxville. J- Jackass. Yeah, Johnny, man, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. He was the uh, Johnny Knoxville. He was the guy in the white suit. The yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. I didn't. I. It wasn't until I was doing the research that I realized that. Yeah, I realized that. Yeah. You didn't realize? No, that? I didn't realize that. Oh, he, he just so, covered up so well. Oh man, it looked. It, you could yeah. just hear his voice. Yeah, and you're like it was Johnny Knoxville. No, I know, Jackass. But it was good, man. I liked the. I liked all those actors. I think really brought that movie together. And there were some great actors. I mean, like there were. For, there were a lot of great actors. I really liked a, like every character. Yeah. Well, Trent, that really wraps it up for this episode, believe it or not, my friend. We are finished up with episode number two. And next week, Trent is going to bring you an episode. I don't know if we want to spoil it or... uh... I don't think we we should spoil it. However, I will say that Will Ferrell's in it. Oh, Will Ferrell is in it, and he does a great job. And he does a fantastic job. He does a great job in it, and we're definitely going to get into that. If you like this... 
and you like what we're doing, go yeah. ahead and, you know, give us five stars and a review. That goes a long way on our business. That would be really super grateful. We would be so tremendously grateful. And yeah. also give us feedback because we would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, we love feedback. Tell us the movies you want to see. Maybe there's going to be a point where we aren't going to want to talk about all the movies we love. We're going to we're gonna want to talk about the talk movies about you movies. love. Yeah, and, you exactly. Know, Make this kind of interactive. You never know. Don't give us a minute. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Make this interactive is all I'm saying. And yeah. just, you know. Give us feedback. Maybe shoot us a text. You know, we're, we're pretty underground right now. So you just pop us a text. Say, hey, we like this, what you're doing. Pop us a text. Just any little your thing. Any number. little thing. If you know me, you know. However, you know. Well, well done. Have engaged. a good week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye, guys.